the 19th hole podcast presented by golf talk live and brought to you by perfect practice putting mat yips and survivor golf tee how do you measure yourself with other golfers by height it's a very very special honor i'm paula kramer and you're listening well we're waiting hi this is martin cove aka john crease from cobra kai and you're listening to golf talk live let the word go out from here across the land that Daddy Noonan uh, approves of the 19th Hole Podcast. And welcome to another edition of the 19th Hole Podcast as brought to you by Golf Talk Live. I am Alan DePew, your host for the next uh, 45 minutes to an hour, just hanging out. We have a uh, our panel shrunk again, but we picked, we gain one, we pick up one. It's kind of like live. We add people, we don't add people. This week, this week we we've added Christian. He's come off the uh, the IR of uh, COVID, uh, and we have Andy. You know, Mister Mister Consistency. Andy is with us once again. Last week he was in Brookline. This week he's in Phoenix. I'll let him share as to you why he's on on the road. But uh, I'm going to start out right now. We usually just kind of find this little thing. I'm going right to it, guys. The KPMG. They play in five hours and 15 minutes, I believe, on Saturday. And you wait until the last few holes. And I'm a former PGA golf golf professional. Former, key word there. Uh, I know our partners on this show are PGA golf professionals. But who the hell would put people on the clock in the last nine holes, even, of a major championship? And then... And then after Lexi, which we're going to get to, Andy, I'm really intrigued to hear your analysis of what, what goes on there. But then she gets, uh, you know, to, to add, put the salt in the wound, she gets a, uh, a fine for, uh, uh, for $2,000 for slow play. Um, you know, hey, thank you. Thank you for playing. And now I'll shut up. There you go. I was passionate. I, can't, I told you I was coming in hot. <laughs> so a couple things for me. And right? now we need water. <laughs> so I, I'm a just a, a total just hater of slow play, and slow players drive me nuts. Um, but in this particular case, yes, they're slow playing. But you know, it's the back nine, you know, of a 72 all event, a major. You know, that's that's really pretty tough. Uh, I think it's kind of unnecessary. It's as Justin Thomas said, it's just not reading the room. Um, and I, I think it, it put undue pressure on somebody who is already feeling way too much pressure. All right, Christian, all right, Christian before we, before we, Andy dives into you, you, you said it right out of the, does she have the yips? I, 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 again, I, I didn't watch as much of it as I should have, but looking at, looking back at highlights, it's heartbreaking, honestly. I mean, Lexi not only should have won a major, you know, at, well, she should have won the U S open last year. Let's, she won the US let's open be honest. Last year. Coming down 18. She should have won that easily. Yep. Okay. Um, she should be a multiple, you know, major champion just in the last two seasons. So it's, um, it's heartbreaking to see that. Cause she's obviously her ball striking, you know, like we talked pre-show, as far as I can remember, I mean, geez, that's her ball striking is it's been the best in the world for as long as I can remember. So, yeah, I mean, would you like to break down that putting stroke? 
<laughs> yeah, and it's and it's. Uh, I'd like to break down her her full swing because that's not pretty at all. There's she nope. does some wild and wacky nope. stuff. No, she. You know what? She's really good. She's a really good ball striker, and it's tragic to see what's happened. And it's it's been going on for a long time. I mean, and it's not just her putts. It's her it's her wedges too. I mean, if you watch, if you know what to look for, if you're an expert in the yips like I am, you know, <laughs> you know what to look for. And you can see it and, it, and it's sad. I mean, like you can see it in her short putts. You can see it in her medium length putts. You can see it in her pitches. You can see it in her putts from off the green. It's really sad. And for her to be in contention continuously, like she is, like Christian said, she should have won it last year. She should have won it this year. I mean, having the yips with the short clubs and, and you know, being in the hunt as much as she is, is frankly amazing. I feel awful for her. I really do. Who else does this remind you of that's a man, though, who should have won, arguably, who should have won back-to-back major championships on the PGA Tour? Oh, Will Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris. Granted, he makes the short putts. However, some of them go in. But talk about a guy who's got yips when it comes to inside a five-foot putt. Oh, my goodness. That putting stroke makes me cringe. Wait a minute. There's a statistic going around that he hasn't missed one inside three feet. All yeah, season. he does. He doesn't miss. It's ugly. But I know, but three, miss. yeah, I don't know. But there, there's obviously a difference. I, I mean, I feel no, bad. No, no I, you're 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 spot on. I mean, there's there's a guy, a kid. I mean, they're all kids to me anymore, Andy. Right? I mean, yeah, there's yeah. there's there, there's a there's a kid that's seven starts, and he's. I mean, has he ever finished outside the top ten? He missed the cut the first. I think his first major. He, right? He arguably, should have won back to back. He should have won the PGA and the U.S. Open. Yeah. If you think about it, I mean. I mean, he was there up until literally the last putt on Sunday at the at, at Brookline. You know, excuse me, yeah, at the Country Club. You know, and so at Southern Hills and at Southern Hills. You know, so yeah, that, that he's he's gonna win one, and I do think Lexi will win one very soon. I think she'll she's learning from this, and I do I do think hopefully, knock on wood, the yips go away for her when it comes to that. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, my heart goes out to her because it's terrible to watch. You know. She, anytime, went around, anytime you see she, went around, she went around Olympic and congressional and was especially Olympic. She was just, she was playing out of her mind at Olympic. Yeah. And two, two, great, two great historical clubs. She should have won both. Of them. Yeah. I mean, who I, I, I'm going blank on the guy who was leading in the PGA. Um, the Chile that uh, he was from Chile. What's his last name? Um, Mito Pereira. Pereira. I, my heart went out to him when he hit, when he doubled 18. Yep. You know, same thing goes out to Thigala this this past week. Same, you know, same thing. Yeah, that that was a brain yeah. yip though, right? Yeah, but still, oh, it's like you, your oh, heart. You just, not hey, wait, did you just did you just try to segue right there? That was that was very smooth. If you did, <laughs> hey, that might that's not your job, but it might be your job from I, here on. Damn, don't take my job, Christian. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, guys, you know. But no, seriously, your heart goes out to these golfers that you know because they they all the blood, sweat, and tears and and the hours that they put into their game and. And all this stuff, it, you, it just it sucks as kid, really. The di- the difference for me though is with Pereira and Zalatoris and Tagala. To me, that's just growth, right? You go through it, you experience it, and next time or the time after that, you've learned and you and you conquer and you win. Lexi's different. Lexi has an affliction that. It's not about experience. It's literally 
something that's affecting her every time she has a wedge or a putter in her hand. And it's I don't disagree with that. I, I, you know, for, yeah, for for as many years as she's been out there at this point, I mean, no, I'm not calling her old. She just started that young. I mean, she was a child right. beat mom, right? Yep. I mean, for as many years as she's been out there, come on. I mean, you're talking about the face of the LPGA, arguably. I mean, you know, people, yeah, people talk about the LPGA, you know, Lexi Thompson's going to come out of their mouth, you know, nine out of ten times. So, yeah, this is just – it's it's heartbreaking to see it. And, and you, made, uh, you made the comparison to Zalatoris. I could look at Zalatoris and say, I see that he is learning. I see that – I mean, the Zalatoris that was in the Masters a couple of, couple of years ago – is not the Zalatoris. I mean, you could see the focus. You could see the concentration. Why those balls went right on 12 and 13 down the stretch once as soon as he – when he's the chaser, he's a beast. Can he finish it? I don't know. He's young, and that's part of, of growth, right? Do, do, do any of you you two have a doubt in your mind that he's going to win a major? I, I don't doubt he'll win probably three majors. I bet you he, I wouldn't even be surprised if he won the Open Championship. I, I, I'm, I'm totally with both of you. Do, you. do you feel the same way about Lexi? Nope. I don't. I, I don't. I truly believe, and I hate saying it, and I don't want to say it, I don't think Lexi will win one. It, and that's the, that's the sad part to me. I hope I'm wrong. I hope she, I hope she listens to this. I hope it's somewhere on social media. I hope that she proves me wrong. I would love nothing more than to be proven wrong on this. Yep. I hope she wins one. She deserves one with her resume. She deserves to win one. You know what? It's one of those things too, that it's like everyone wants to talk about, Oh, she's having putting issues. Okay. That's, that's sugarcoating the bullshit. <laughs> she's got the yips and they're, they're so afraid to say, anything about it and again saying, yeah that she's never won one either i know obviously she won one in 2014 right but i'm saying that like i don't think in the next x amount of seasons coming up i don't know if she's going to win one personally no, That's the, the, depth, the depth of the lpga all, all the reasons the depth of the lpga the, the yips you name it they're they're all working against her right now yep. her, i mean she's got to be in her own head they're like oh she's tough she'll bounce back Come on, she is she is she gonna bounce? Lexi should be a, a at least a five time major champion, at least a five time, in my opinion. Agreed. And look, I, there, there even are people, more, maybe more. There are people who've conquered the yips before, you know. Yeah. Bernard Langer's conquered them a number of times, so it's not like it's not possible, but wow, it's really, really difficult to watch. Mm -hmm. I agree. I'm trying to think of somebody on on the on the men's side that that it would just it sunk them so fast that they just didn't, couldn't bounce back afterwards. Ernie Els, yeah. Ernie, Ernie Els had a horrible case of the yips. Lucas yeah. Glover had a horrible case of the yips. There there have been guys who you know had Tiger. Do you remember when Tiger came back um, from his back surgery and couldn't chip? Well, he, well, that was good. I was just about to say he didn't have the yips. He couldn't chip. No, I mean, that's chipping yips. He, he he laid the sod over. I mean, do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, yeah. Oh, it was brutal. But he had the chipping yips. Yeah. But he he found a way to overcome them. See, that's the thing. So so not picking on you, Alan, but it's like yeah, he was hitting bad chips. 
he was yipping his chips, right? Nobody wants to say hey, they're yipping and he yipped. Matt Fitzpatrick chips cross-handed. Yep. Right? I mean, God, there's 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 such a, a it's a dirty, nasty secret. And a lot of people have them. Hey, by the way, just throwing this out there. Allegedly, Matt, Matt Fitzpatrick played uh, one of my neighboring clubs. Didn't stop over to see me. Not happy about that. Well, and he was I, apparently out walking the boardwalk in New Jersey. I don't know if he had the trophy still, but that's awesome. You know, two names that ring a bell to me when you talk about yips that really were key to me. Kevin Na was a big one. I remember you guys know this one, David Duvall. Yeah. You're talking about going from a major champion to not even, I mean, that, that was, that, that's probably the bigger one for me out of the two personally. Yeah. They're swing yips too. And I think Duvall had swing yips. Yeah. Yep. That's just, that's just the game of golf. You know, unfortunately it's a love hate relationship when it comes to it, you know? Yeah. So, but no, can I think can we throw a little, can we little throw a little love towards Inji Chun? I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, wire to wire. Not easy to do in any – I think golf is the toughest – I think a major, in my opinion, I'm being biased here, is the toughest sporting event to win, if I'm being honest with you. It, I'll have a lot tough. of people disagree with me, but given the fact that you are a solo competitor, you're playing by yourself, you're playing to, to only the, what you can control, I think, I, I think a major, specifically being the US, United States Open, I think is the hardest to win. Right, and there's something extra tough about wire to wire. Absolutely. So oh, on the lead three well, nights. Af the aforementioned Will Zalatoris mentioned about Zalatoris. Mm -hmm. I mean, in yeah. the middle of the round, he got he got the lead, and you could see his mind, his whole his process changed. I actually remember we had uh, Kyle Alvarenk on. Remember we were we were analyzing Shuffle. Was it uh, yeah Xander when he got the lead? I can remember the whole show, Christian. We had uh, Kyle Alvarenk. Great instructor down in Tennessee. He was on, and he's all he's all about the process. And Xander walks to the 16th tee, and he's got the lead at Augusta. Mm -hmm. And he hit the shot faster than he hit any shot that week. And he hit it in the water left, right? He hit it in the water left. Yep. yep. If you get outside your process. So, so you know, one of the quotes, for example, that uh, Inji uh, gave, she goes, she battled her nerves in the opening nine holes. She goes, I was battling my nerves in the opening nine holes. Who won? She shot, 70, she shot 75. She limped home. She should have, she was, no one was even close to her until Sunday. And she showed, she showed a really cool amount of emotion afterwards. It, it affected her quite a bit. And, you know, I think sometimes some of the Korean players get viewed as being robotic and, and I just don't think that's really true. Why you want emotion? How about let's hop over to the, we're gonna we're, we're bouncing worldwide. You're you're in Phoenix, <laughs> Christians in Rochester. We're talking about a guy in uh, in, in Syracuse, in, Alan, not Rochester. That's oh, your yeah, son. You're in Syracuse. That's, That's your son. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, <laughs> the the over on the DP. How about Lee? Did you see? Did you see him talking about emotion? How tongue Lee? Yeah. Well, he's been he's been to hell and back. He has. Yep. I mean, you want to talk about playing some shitty golf this year? That guy wasn't even sniffing, sniffing a top 50, really. 
at all. And it's, t- it's, I mean, I remember seeing him in the masters play in a bunch of other tournaments, big tournaments, BMW over there and stuff like that. And two or, again, two or, that's golf. Two or three years ago, he, he was one of the best young up and coming yeah. players in the world. And then he ran his, ran his uh, pickup truck into the swamp there for a while. Absolutely. I mean, that, but that, that's golf, you know, is that, that a is technical term? <laughs> is that a what? He ran his pickup truck into the swamp. Yeah, I live in Texas, man. Come on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that a Ford or is it a what kind of what kind of pickup truck was it? It's always a Ford F one fifty. There you go. Just like yeah. I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he he definitely, um, and I didn't see his interview at the end, but. I could imagine because he has been to hell and back. He has, he was so overcome with emotions. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, he could barely speak. He, I mean, I think the, I think the, the hug celebration was, uh, uh, probably lasted 20 minutes on the 18th green. I mean, good for, good for him. I mean, he was, he was overcome with emotions. So can we, can we, uh, Use emotion as a great segue to my favorite emotional young player on the PGA Tour, uh, Sahith Bagala. Okay. I mean, let's let's talk about what happened there, Chris. Well, I think Christian's got an opinion on that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who his caddy is. I don't know what his name is. I don't want to know what his name is. But Are you volunteering? I'm, I'm just going to go right out of Allen. I – if I'm the – how do you pronounce his name again? Sagala. Sagala. If I'm his, if I'm in that bunker with a one-shot lead, knowing who is behind me, okay, you have Xander Shoffley. You you know damn well on that hole, Xander is not making a bogey. You need to play for a par. You can make par if you just took a lob wedge, you bumped it out of the of the bunker back with the 80, 85 yards in from the green. How many tour players on average will get up from 85 yards up and down? I would take my chances. I'm a betting guy. I would probably bet him to get up and down. His caddy, though, thought he would be a nice Mr. Tough guy, thinking he's going to be a hero here, and he's going to tell him to go hit a hero shot. 127 yards front end of the green, 145 flag. Why are you – Let me ask you this. I I was listening on PJ Tour radio um, driving back from Horseshoe Bay – uh, this weekend, but on TV, did they show his caddy talking him into? Yeah, they showed his caddy. His caddy, he's standing really? in the bunker. His caddy is standing on outside of the bunker, and they are talking. And you could, and the microphone picked up their conversation. He was saying that it, you can get this up and over the lip, and you can hit it to the left side of the green. Right. I don't care if you have a three shot lead going into that hole. You don't hit that shot. The lip's too big. You can't get it. You can't get it up. Right. It looked it looked awful difficult. You're, gonna, you're either gonna fat it or you're gonna thin it. And what do you do? He thinned it and he's lucky enough that, that ball didn't go back into his divot that he made in the bunker. He got lucky on that. And he right. chipped out and he hit, I mean he, he hit a great putt for bogey. Well, I mean he hit a great I mean, putt, didn't fall. Okay, fire fire that caddy. But I mean a similar situation happened at Saucon. Harrington buried it right in the lip of the of the bunker. Yeah. All he did is hit it literally like he, he hit it like 12 yards left yeah. into the next bunker. I mean, he was rolling. He had a five-shot lead at the beginning of the, of the round and had to limp home and, and squeak squeak past uh, 
Um, Jeff. Stricker. Stricker, thank you. <laughs> Being a caddy, obviously your job is to motivate your player to hit the best shot that they possibly can. All right. You you hear a lot of guys who have been who've had a lot of success on tour. The last thing they tell their player before they hit a shot is commit or something that they need to a positive thought going into it. The fact that they're arguing over this right there shows me that they don't have a great re- relationship. And I don't and I I would my heart went out to him because he she shouldn't be hitting that shot. Why he he shouldn't be trying to be the hero, you know. And down for I, I, I mean, if, if I'm in that situation, I'm I'm asking my player, what do you feel? What, what do you what do you what do you feel? You have to. What do you, you feel comfortable with? And then, you know, hey, I like it. Even if he chipped it out dead ninety degrees right, he's gonna have a hundred yards in. That's a flip watch for these guys. He'll hit yeah, it seven eight feet from a hundred yards. And he is a really emotional player, right? Absolutely. So he needs a caddy to talk sense into him, not rile him up. You should have seen the look on his face the minute after he made contact with that ball and he saw it go back in the bunker. You were oh, I did see that. died right in front of him. I like, did see that on the highlight. Just, it, was, it, it, it was terrible, right? Yeah. Because, again, you know Xander is making par at the worst. It's a short hole. If Xander just blasts driver down there, which is exactly what he did, you know he's going to have inside 100 yards, and he's not making bogey from there. So, 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 can we talk a little bit about Xander too? Because Xander was was in a in a polite way handing the tournament over to the Gala. I mean, he was. There's another guy. He had he had a six shot lead at one point. Yep. Yeah, 100. percent And, and he, Xander didn't even play a bet on a golf either. And he even shut, he even says, he goes, look, you know, I don't have a great record closing. And he goes, he was thinking about it. And, you know, he was trying to rely on the feelings he had, um, you know, winning the gold medal in the Olympics. But he, other than that, he hasn't won from the league after 54 holes. And, and it's been a tough deal for him. So, and he started to give it away. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, he didn't play that bad around a golf on, if you think about it, I mean, he's still, didn't he shoot under par in the last round too? I think he shot one or two under, I thought. I think he was under. Maybe he was, I but, think he was under par. Yeah. I mean, you know, so that's, yeah, I, I just, there, he should never, and I hate to word it like this, but you know, I'm going back to, um, I, I'm going to go back to Thigala really quick. Why are you hitting driver? On the tee box, that goes back to the caddy as well. He doesn't well, carry three wood or anything let's, like let's that. Let's go. Let's go. Let, all right. Well, let's go back to another conversation. You were probably laid up with COVID. You're probably, but I mean, how many times have we talked about that? The the players today are very one dimensional. You know, yes. it, it's get the driver out and bomb it. Where where's where's the shapers? I mean, the the only shaper today I is JT, in my opinion. Right, but in the game, and, and again, they were saying on PGA Tour Radio, he had hit he had hit that driving iron. He drove the 15th green with his driving iron. Yeah. Um, was pumping that down the fairway like huge distances, and they were saying on the radio, it's like, why is he not hitting that club off the 18th tee? Yeah, that, that there that goes back. He should never have even been in the bunker in the first place. Yep. Okay, it, even if he hits his driving iron like shit, he's still gonna have inside 150 yards, which he can easily put a pitching wedge on the green and two putt and make par, if not birdie. Okay. Right. Birdie solidifies the tournament there. Yep. I'm not, I'm not saying that in his shoes, that's what I'm thinking of making birdie. I'm thinking of one shot at a time. 
before I get to the green. So his so caddy you, on the tee box should not even have thought of giving him the driver. Even if so he, you're, apl you're applying for his caddy job right now. 100%. I do a better job than his caddy right now. Right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that if, if the gala goes over to his, to his bag and he takes driver out, if I'm his caddy in that shoes or in his shoes, I, whether, whether I get tossed or not after this tournament over, I'm ripping that out of his hand. I'm giving him a driving iron and I'm telling him that you're, we're playing for a par here. Because uh, I'd look, at, I'd look at him and say, "Boss, you, you've been you've been pounding this thing great. Let's put one more good swing on this. Leave us in a good position." Boom! Absolutely, that's all you need to do. He's playing well. He's five under going to the last hole. Tell like him how tell him how ball. great tell him how great he's swinging that club. A hundred percent. He yep. can blast that. He can blast that driving iron two eighty easily. Yep. Given those conditions, he, he didn't even need to hit that. He didn't even and, need to hit that. And he he did it two other times on. The few recent holes before that, so it's, I, I agree. It's know. a shame. I love I love that kid though. I love him. I love his emotion. I I love his game. You know, he's he's you, a well, fun player to watch. You, God, you set this up. You want to talk about emotion? Let's talk about maybe the most epic mic drop of all time. A guy I really like on the tour, Jason Kokrak. Yeah, <laughs> he he knocks it out of bounds. Yep, and, and and just gets in the car and keeps on going. He was like, "F this, I'm going I'm to win." <laughs> Total dick move. It's not gonna lie, I agree with it. Total, it, total dick move. I, I, we all agree, but it you gotta admit that's 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 style going out in style. I guess. I mean, that is that is a don't be that guy moment. Right there you there. go. There you go. There you go. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Yep. That covers it for this week. Don't <laughs> and I love Kokrak. I think he's just like, this is the guy who just like doesn't give a shit mentality. He's on the golf course. He's like, I'm going to go pack a dip, a fat one at that. Like, I'm just going to go out and have fun. Like whatever. He's just, uh, he's just a funny guy. You know, so but, he, no. He's been, he's been part of this Saudi back thing for a long time. That, that uh, yeah. I, I read this week that before Liv was even the thing, you know, you know he was he was uh, endorsing whatever group was was basically putting together Liv. Well, how about um, well, if well, you want to say that, then we should yeah. probably jump to to uh, the commish in his little press conference today. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't hear it today. Uh, well, let me allow me to fill you in. I've got it right here up in front of me on, on the screen. Uh, PGA Tour, DP World Tour announced 13-year joint venture to strengthen strategic alliance. Yep. Basically, uh, the PGA Tour is going to pump more money into the DP Tour, raising their tour production from 15% to 40%. They did. They stopped short of saying that there's going to be uh, events, uh, at least initially in uh, over in Europe, but uh, top. What is it next? Um, let me find it here because this was the, this was the internet. Uh, here you go. The top ten finishers on the DP World Tour season rankings earn PGA Tours cards. So, so I will tell you this: one of the guys that I was working with today is a up and coming tour player from Sweden. Okay, um, he's had web status, Canadian tour status. He's He's working his way up and he was pissed off about, about this thing because he said it, 
just kind of dilutes the talent that's left on the DP tour, DP world tour. So he was thinking it was, it was going to be a little bit destructive to the DP world. How, tour. Do, how does he, how does he say that? Because if, if, if the good players get cards to go play in the PGA tour, then what does that leave with, with the, the DP, DP world tour? Yeah, but I, okay. So I'm going to, all right, I'm going to play devil's advocate, which is one guys that are borderline players, but they're good, solid players here in the States, maybe, maybe corn Ferry or even lower corn Ferry. Maybe they see that as an opportunity. They jump over there and raise the standard of the DP indirectly. Yes. From that point of view, no doubt. And I think the other thing that happened was the corn Ferry graduates went from 25 to 30 i think right yeah so well, they're probably like they, they got to fill in openings <laughs> <laughs> i think it's awesome though so anyway i just gotta throw that in there that uh j j the commission has spoken once again um and the irony of it all is they gave their joint presser the exact same moment that Live Golf was introducing Bryson, Matthew Wolf, and Abraham to answer as at the event in Portland. They were doing, they had simultaneous pressers going on. You know, it's it's turned into a pissing contest. It has hundred percent, and I, I kind of like it. I like it too, but I think the PGA is late. If I'm being I, honest, late for what? I think with the, with these bigger purses now that they're giving out to the top players in the world, they should what, have been. What are they late about? I mean, like, I don't get it. What you think? You think that they're still not as big as the lib purses? No, they're, God, they're, no. They're still not fifty-four well, I, I, holes. I think I, under, I, think oh, I understand. I think I understand, Christian. I think I understand what you're saying. They're being reactionary. Reactionary. To, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Wrong choice of word. They're being reactionary right now. Yes. Right. right? But, Jay scared of Liv. He's scared of Greg Norman. He he he's upset that a lot of the top players in the world now are looking at this event or looking at this tour. Excuse me. As hmm, you know, Ricky Fowler said it perfectly on a podcast that I listened to. He said it's not about the money, but it's about the money, right? These guys will come out and say, "Oh, it's not about the money," but it's also like, "Well, everybody has a price." Do you know what I mean? Everybody has a price. About the money. Of course, it's about the money. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? There's no, there's nothing compelling. About the you can't, live tour, you can't other tell than me that for people who don't like live, you can't tell me right now that DJ Brooks, Bryson, Phil, all these guys are getting paid hundred plus million dollars to go play in this tour. That's cash up front. They can come in dead last if they wanted to and not give a crap. Well, yeah, that's, that's correct. They, they can. Louis's big four point five million was basically a, taken from his retainer. I understand that. But like, they're, so they're what I'm what I'm saying is though is that they're getting paid all this money, okay? They don't care about these John Deere classics and and the memorial. Well, they, that's what guys. I've been that's what I've been saying all along. Okay? Those poor so tournaments get diluted. So it's a best of both worlds for DJ Brooks, Phil, Bryson, these top players in the world because they can get they just got a big fat check from Greg Norman, okay? That's the, it just went right in their pocket. They get to play in all these cool new events now. Half the golf that they get to play, right? They say that their body now is going to be way better off in the long run, not playing 72 holes, and they get to play in all four majors. Cool new events? Really? Yeah. What's cool about that shit? 
Not Portland, a, but the London a, one was the London one was better. Fifty-four hole shotgun start. <laughs> Come on, dude. Where? I just don't like I, I the thing that I had an issue with, and I alluded to it last week, was when it comes to live. The only issue that I had was when now you see tour players like Jordan Spieth and these guys. They're not even saying hello to guys that are on live now, right? Yeah, because because they're they're basically, you know, kind of trying to destroy the thing that 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 Rory and JT and all those guys are are a huge part of, right? Yeah, like I'd I, be pissed too. Yeah, I think Liv's gonna. I think Liv's gonna be here to stay. Personally, I think uh, I think it's WWE and WWF. Yeah. I mean, I don't see Liv going away anytime soon. I think Hulk Hogan is going to go over, and he's going to be named something else in the other tour. And then he's going to come back, yeah. maybe. So I the mean, thing that I think is the most interesting is the official world golf ranking points, right? Yeah. Right. Um, because, Christian, to your point, if they don't get OWGR points, like, nobody's going to get to play in majors. Like – the the guys who are guys who are past champions will, yep. but yeah. but like guys the, past champions. So like right there, Brooks, DJ, and 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 Phil, and at least um, what am I missing? Brooks. Well, Abraham, Abraham right? Answer isn't. No, right, Abraham Answer may neither not. Is, I'm saying for like Taylor the big, big names, right? Patrick Reed will so be limited to Augusta. Opened. Patrick Reed will be limited to Augusta. Yep. I mean, yeah, but DJ can play in two out of the four, right now. And the Open Championship, you know? But, you but I think the main point is that those guys don't really care. I mean, like, I, I think it's really interesting, the, the group of people that have gone. You know, I said this. I said, said this it last week. <laughs> it's the Let's Invite Villains Tour, right? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's all the guys who are – and I would put Kokrak in that, in that group, right? A little bit, little bit their own character and – um, kind of have that don't give a shit attitude. Um, so, you know, I, I'm guessing that Dustin Johnson doesn't care. I'm guessing that Bryson DeChambeau doesn't care, you know? And a lot, there's, there's a lot of different reasons for being in live. Well, so, so hang on. I don't want to, I'm going to interrupt you, but I don't yeah. Okay. So take Bryson, who's yeah. standing up there and when he's going through and, and, and he wins Arnie's tournament and he talks about all, you know, all the feelings of winning and putting on the sweater, et cetera, Mr. Mr. Palmer, Mr. This, we, we use the word to talk about, uh, about Brooks, but how disingenuous when you look back at those comments. Well, I, I think that's a great point, right? But at the end of the day, you can feel that way. And then be given this opportunity to make ungodly amounts of money. And while you still may feel that reverence toward Arnie, um, it's not as big as, as saying, I'm taking the money. Yeah. And, yeah. And let's be real. The money is out of this world. Well, let's have, okay. So we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make our own divider right here. We're going to go WWE and have a little debate. <laughs> Older generation versus younger generation. Gen, totally. Our Gen Z here. Is live good or bad? Go ahead, younger generation. Go I, on, Gen Z. I think live's good, personally. All right. People are going to disagree with me, obviously. 
but um I, I I like it if I'm being honest. I mean, do you like? But okay, so what are the pushback buttons? The the shotgun. The, the shotgun starts a little weird. I won't. The shotgun. I'll, the team. The, the the team, team event. Weird. That's weird. I, I'll I'll be the I'll be the first to admit that. That's. That, I mean, I you're like you're. That. I mean, other other than the very colorful attire that you wear when we go play golf. I mean, you're you're you are a traditionalist. Yeah, I do wish the tournament. I feel like if the tournament was 72 holes, normal stroke play, right? And if it was like another tour that came out here and, and, and this stuff, I don't know if it would be getting as much backlash as it, as it does now. I think a lot of the guys that alluded to it at Brooklyn, at, at the country club, like John Rahm, Colin, you know, all these guys, um, it's not traditional golf at the end of the day. I, I get where they're coming from and I get the comments that they are saying. Um so you, you what, so what, you're, what you're saying is you have an issue with them only running three bases for a home run. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I, ideally, I would love for them to have a 72-hole struck play event. However, I will say that it, just because these guys are joining the tour, I am the type of person where I would never block that person out of my life. I'm still going to be friends with them. I would still say hello to them if I ever saw them at a major. I would never pull a Jordan Spieth and, and completely not say hi to them. That's just me, though. Andy, defend your other, defend the other side. Okay, I don't, I don't think live is good or bad, right? I think competition's it, good. Competition's good if it if it's made the PGA Tour. Think about the way they're doing things. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think live is ultimately going to be insignificant to everything. Um, it's not going to matter. It's in my, my opinion, it's not going to stay. Um, so. I think it's insignificant. I don't, I don't think it's bad. I definitely don't think it's good. It's just insignificant. I, I, I'm, I'm curious how many more big names go over, if I'm being honest. I'm just curious. I, I'm not saying Rory and them are going to do it or Colin's going to do it, but like, I, I don't, I, I don't know who is next. Pretty I think much. we're all curious about that. Right. You know, right. now that you see these bigger names starting to do it, I don't know what they talked about at the country club, you know, um, but I could see somebody like Ricky doing it now. I'm shocked Ricky hasn't done it, period. Right. Yet. Okay. But well, Ricky, Ricky, again, has a reason to do it. And it's his, it's his struggles, right? A thousand percent he does. Same with yeah. Matt Wolf. That's why Matt Wolf did it. Matt no no doubt. Crap door right now, right? No doubt. Which, which, which sucks to say because I'm a huge fan of Matt Wolf. I like yeah. him. I like the way, I like all the younger guys. Yep. However, I, I do think when it comes down to it, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I understand the decision for Matt Wolf, Abraham Answer. Eh, maybe not much. I don't understand him. Answer because I think he was a guy that was knocking at the door. Norman um, offered him a stupid amount of money. I don't know what he yeah. offered him, you know, but when, when you get a hundred plus million dollars, you know, right in front of you, it, it's hard to say no to that. that that's, that's the long and short of it. Yeah, it's hard to say, especially. But, when, but, but again, I'll, I'll say this again. And when you show up, when you lift the hardware in Portland or wherever, you're basically taking that money off of what they've already paid you, some portion of it. So, so is that true? That's what's been reported. So, so, that, so it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a retainer. Okay. If that's the case. And, I, and I, I will double check that on social just to confirm, but or, or, uh, on some of the reports. 
if that's the case, how much and how quickly does that breed um, being lethargic towards wanting to improve? Well, I think the whole, I think you just hit the nail on the head that the, the biggest issue I have with, with players making the move is not the money. I get it. I, I, I would probably do the same thing. But does the desire to be the best mean the same to you that it did before? And I would say that for a bunch of different reasons, you go down the list of all the players that have joined Live, and I think that desire to be the best is is definitely in question. Yeah, I, I, it's... we 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 all we all played the game when we're out on the golf course as, as, as teenagers, you know, this putt to win the U S open, this putt to win the masters to play the PGA tour, to play this. And they're not, they, they, they took the money and ran. And everybody, they say every man has a price, right? So. Absolutely. All I'm saying is that if, 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 if live actually turns into something, okay. And it, Maybe it expands to 72 holes down the road. I, I, that I, I don't know, right? But if more and more top players in the world, if you ever see Rory, John, JT, Scheffler, if you ever see – ever, I'm not saying they will. Don't but say if you, I don't I, I don't know, all right? I'm just saying if you ever saw that happen, I, I think the PGA is in big trouble because they're losing all these top guys. And if they continue to suspend players, well, their ratings are going to go down and not, not people aren't going to want to watch the tour. I hope that doesn't happen, but I'm saying right now with how many guys are looking at live as, holy shit, I can go out and make $150 million right now. I'll, I'm, yeah, and I'm gonna, just going to say it again. Hashtag where's Ogletree. Yeah. Ogletree just shot 32 over and he made 150 grand. Right. Yeah. But, but now he's got nowhere to play. Where's he playing? He's not in the field. Yep. I don't know where he's playing now. Maybe he'll play in the next event. I, I don't know how the I don't know how it works. I don't, I, I, I don't know either. But but I, I've asked that question with this limited field since day one. If they get more people, what happens to the bottom feeders? I, you, I think, you, you know what they did is how about, they, the, how about the kid out of uh, is it Oklahoma they just signed? Chikara. Yeah. 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 But uh, to me, this reeks of of. Phil Mickelson bitching that, you know, he doesn't get his NFTs to live his, his professional career the way he wants to, meaning that he wants to play less. He wants to, you know, not have to do pro-ams. He wants to play in tournaments with less players. You know, these are the same bitches that, that he's been, you know, kind of talking about for a long time. And did they listen to that? Do you, do you think for one minute, that the things that live gives to the tour players do anything for the fans. To me, it's a, it's a lesser experience for the fans to have fewer well, it's, players. It's 25% less to have fewer players, to have less golf, to have shotgun starts, to have no TV coverage. I mean, like, I'm sorry, but I don't get how people think that, that it's a, Good thing for for golf. I don't get it. That laundry soap that says you got twenty five percent more. Oh no no, you get twenty five percent less. 
Now, now, and, told- and I, and I, here's my thing with, with Mickelson. And this is a business guy. I mean, I know you need the big name. You got a name drop. $200 million for a guy who's 52, 51. What is, how many more years has he got? Again, I mean, do you want to add up Brooks, Bryson, uh, Abraham answer and, and all the others, you want to start adding up all the upfront money. I mean, as a business, like this is yeah. a, you want, you want to know what's a, funny? You want to know what's funny about that, Andy? If you yeah. do, it maybe gets to what they offered tiger apparently. <laughs> right. And, and I, I don't know. I I've said this before. It reminds me of, of uh, Christian. You won't know this reference, but it reminds me of Francis and Pee Wee's big adventure. You know, he's he's the rich kid who whose daddy's going to buy him everything um, to be as cool as Pee Wee Herman, right? But you know at the end of the day, uh, I didn't know we were going. I didn't know we were making Pee Wee Herman references in our. <laughs> well, that it's it's more Fra- Francis Buxton reference, but but that's what Liv is. It's like daddy's got all the money, and and my spoiled bratty little kid's going to have everything he wants. Yeah. Yeah. All right, 18th hole, we've beaten beaten the dead horse. Christian, what you got? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously, I say it every week, guys. um, You know, please continue to uh, follow us on social media. You know, And they are, by the way. They are. You guys are doing a great job. Please please keep the activity running up, um, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And chirp Uh, us there. Don't don't forget to chirp us there. We We like to chat. Absolutely. We love interacting with our fans. We want to continue to do it. And again, I've been, I've been saying it for, for a long time now, but we have a lot of great stuff planned for you guys here in 2022 that we're going to be, um, you know, showcasing here in the next few months. So it's uh, stay tuned to that. And, um, you know, we're continuing to hopefully give you guys great content every single week, you know, anything that we can do better or, you know, any, any suggestions, uh, please, leave a comment, like it, you know, share it, do whatever you guys got to do. Um, you know, we're here to give you guys hopefully laughs on your way to work, having a cup of coffee in the morning, listening to it before you go to bed, you know, whatever you guys are listening to it, it's greatly appreciated. So that's my final thought. Andy. Okay. My final thought of the day is kudos. We didn't get to it, but, but Patrick Harrington won the U S senior open at Saucon. Um, and this guy at 50 years old, 51, I don't even, I think he's 50, has ball speed in the 180s because it's he went, increased 12 miles an hour. He went to see Michael Jacobs, who's a, who's the 3D golf instructor in New York. And, you know, he saw him on, on social media. He sought him out. He went to see him. And Michael Jacobs has turned Patrick Harrington into a beast. Yeah, uh, with 180 ball speed. So that's quite amazing. Shout out to him. Big time. I'm gonna I'm going to uh, take my last final moments here to actually acknowledge um, the passing of someone. Uh, the golf industry, the business of the golf, this past Friday lost a great person, uh, Hilda Hilda Allen of Hilda Allen Real Estate. She was a pioneer, a woman in a man's world. And she, her simple, straightforward approach to golf course brokerage, something I'm involved in. Uh, she helped me numerous times. She passed away suddenly. Um, 
I, I can't say enough about this person and the lives that she touched mine personally, all I can say is thank you. And, uh, and Hilda rest in peace. And, uh, you know, we lost a really good one on Friday. So Christian. Yes. On, that, on, on, on better note, when you go out to play this weekend, please hit it on the straight. Because it beats you hitting it short and crooked. I do. I really hit it short and crooked. <laughs> <laughs> You only have one opportunity to sell your golf property. Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30 plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan Depew today at 717-554-8519. That's 717-554-8519.